Hey, welcome to a Stonewall's Perspective podcast. In this podcast, Alex gives his perspective on what is going on in the world. It is his mission to bring the light of the gospel into every aspect of life. We hope you enjoy. Everybody. Welcome back to A Stonewall's Perspective. I'm your host, Alexander Stone. I'm on a mission to spread the light of the gospel into every aspect of life, and yes, I did say every, including the things that people do not like to discuss, such as politics. As General Michael Flynn says, local action leads to national impact. In today's episode, I have someone who is the embodiment of local action, someone who is fighting locally for action to happen for good things to happen for our country. Uh, In today's show, I have a very special guest. His name is Robert Beatles. He has been fighting in Nevada for uh, election integrity, and I was introduced to him by a good friend of mine uh, a few weeks ago, and I am honored to have him on today's show. Robert, how are you doing today, sir? Doing great. It's an honor. Thanks for having me. Well, certainly, it's an honor to have you on. Just in talking with uh, my friend that introduced you, I'm going to keep her name and keep keep her name anonymous uh, for just the sake of her safety and everything. Uh, you know, I, I, I was learning a lot about what you do and the things that you have done to fight against election fraud, uh, and I am I am very very impressed at the things that you've been able to get done. Why don't you uh, talk about some of those things today? Well, we'll be here for a minute, uh, but just the kind of like 30,000 foot view uh, back in January of 21, after we saw what happened in 2020, I put together a team of some incredible people, many of which your audience absolutely knows. Uh, We started digging into Nevada to figure out exactly what happened. We all knew that there was something extremely afoul, and it just really took diving in to really figure out how bad it really was. So we started with the voter rolls and we figured out that they were between like 38 and 42% to now over 50%, just garbage, right? So huge, huge red flag. Then we found an algorithm running our elections to where if you just tell me the data in three, just three precincts in the two largest counties in the state of Nevada, I can tell you the other 1,286 precincts results down to the vote. That should never happen in a free and fair election. We brought we brought this type of information to like the county managers, to the, the register of voters, to the sheriff, um, to the DA, to so many different people, and everybody refused to do anything about it. We started going to county commission meetings, you know, exposing all this stuff. Um, started posting a lot of it on Operation Sunlight for the uh, 2022 election. Put together a sting operation. I'd call it that of about uh, almost 2,000 people across the state of Nevada to where we documented the elections, um, everything that we could, right? So before before we did that, we actually did two class action lawsuits to ensure that every Nevadan could have observation rights into the election process because in 2020, they were locked out for 14 days while 
they just told us who won and we were supposed to just, you know, believe them. Right. So fast forward to beyond the lawsuits, we put teams in place to peacefully monitor and legally monitor the, uh, the elections just to find that they broke every damn law that there is. You know, and they literally broke every law. They didn't care. Uh, we got it all on video. It's coming into uh, another lawsuit that, uh, that I'm bringing probably in the next week or so. So they'll see me in court on that one too. Um, I sued them for uh, me and, and three others. We sued them for uh, SB 406, which is they're trying to make it. Well, they did make it um, a class E felony, four years in jail for just annoying an election worker because they can't debate us. They can't disprove anything that we're saying, saying. So they just try to silence us. So they're trying to make everybody scared of questioning the election results, questioning election workers, things like that. They can't point to one single register of voters or election worker who's ever been harmed or harassed or any of that kind of crap at all. But yet they pass this bill, which becomes law on October 1st, that basically says, if you know, Alex, if you harass an election worker just by asking her to show you the numbers or prove, you know, prove that she did her job or whatever, you could get four years in jail, right? So fighting that, Got the new lawsuit that proves that they literally just rigged the elections from top to bottom. That's coming out here pretty quick. And all these people are complicit in it because if you look at operationsunlight.com, I'm constantly posting there, you know, every day, you know, just like, hey, guys, <laughs> here's more fraud. Here's more crimes. Look, what happens when you punch in the election results into chat GPT-4? Oh, yeah, look, they say it needs to be investigated. It's rigged. Yeah, so many things, right? And we're just constantly pointing out who's doing it and exposing it. We've got just an incredible team of, you know, just God-fearing, amazing, amazing constitutional people, just thousands of people across the state of Nevada. And we got almost a million people total on Operation Sunlight. And they're just incredible people. And all this is possible through God, them, and just uh, putting in the hard work and refusing to uh, sit down and take a knee while they try to, you know, slander us and just call us names. Right. Well, I love, I love all of what you just said. I just want to point my my audience to the first amendment congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or of the right of the people to peaceably assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances and you know that's exactly what we're seeing right now is uh, American patriots, we see what is going on uh, in the United States of America today with election fraud. And it, it, it's been very clear, been proven many times by people such as yourself, Mike Lindell, uh, Captain Seth Keschel, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, we see it all over the place. Uh, however, the Democrat Party, they are trying to uh, silence any dissenters. And, and, and it's sad. And you know, we're petitioning the government for a redress of grievances uh, because we are greatly grieved by what we see in America today because of election fraud. They want it's gone right on January 6th when when the quote unquote, the attack on the Capitol happened, they they put people in jail because this is they just went to the Capitol. I, I, I know people. Uh, one of them, his name is Coy Griffin. He's the founder of of uh, Cowboys for Trump. He was standing on the Capitol stairs. He was outside of the Capitol building. He was standing on the stairs with a megaphone praying. He went to jail uh, for that. He had a court thing. Uh, it, it's so sad. It's so wicked. You know, one of the things that I want to I want to talk about is I've been looking at your website quite a bit for the past um, about hour or so. And you have a, a thirty thousand dollar challenge. Why don't you talk about that? Actually, it's eighty thousand. So there's two challenges. Both, you know, both are basically the same thing. Uh, so a good friend of mine, uh, Edward Solomon, probably one of the most brilliant mathematicians on the planet, uh, was able to 
look at just the county's own data. Okay, this isn't something that he just pulled out of his hat or anything like that. This is just the county's own data. Was able to find the patterns. Was able to figure out how they flipped the votes. How it was all rigged. So we basically put together some papers. And we put it out there and we challenged every PhD on the planet to prove us wrong because, you know, the press refuses to cover this stuff. The county officials refuse to cover this stuff. The, the state officials refuse to even talk about this stuff, right? Same, same thing with the Secretary of State. They're all just terrified of this because they know it's true. And the same people that would be uh, investigating this all, every single freaking one of them benefited from this. So it'd be like, you know, the, the bank robbers managing the bank you really think you're going to get uh <laughs> you really think you're going to catch the robbers when they're the ones running it anyways what that is is it's literally just uh papers showing exactly how they did it it shows you the mathematical formulas to take the county's own data and it shows you exactly how they did it and so we put it out there we've had about 60 phds from all over the place try to disprove us some of them will come out publicly and all said you know it's true uh, some of them just kind of you know they're they become like depressed they uh, they realize it's true, but then some of these people they work at like UNLV, UNR, these different colleges, and they say Beatles. If I come forward and I say that this is all true, which it is, I'm going to lose my job. They're going to persecute me, right? So I'm like, whatever, you know, be a wuss, have no balls, have no spine. You know, that's this is uh, what the Nazis did, right? So be a good Nazi, and so they, you know, just cower. But um, anyways, eighty thousand bucks. And here's the funny part. Uh, Edward Solomon went into, um, it was like uh, one of those MIT conferences where he had, uh, it was in Boston. He was a keynote speaker, literally like hundreds, like 300 people, the smartest mathematicians on the planet. He gave his um, his little uh, presentation, but he pretended that it was, he was doing a presentation on stocks to where he could predict, you know, the prices of stocks down to, you know, like 0. 0.0001, right? And they gave him a standing ovation. These are the smartest mathematicians on the planet, mind you. He did the exact same presentation right. that's in those papers. Instead of it being an election, he just changed the votes to stocks <laughs> because he could predict the outcomes of all these different races and all these different precincts without error. And so instead of being stocks, it was votes. And so he gets standing ovations. But again, the press never covers any of this stuff. And just like you said, they're trying to silence people. And, you know, just like Martin said, you know, when you tear out a, mon a man's tongue, you're not proving him a liar. You're just proving that you're scared or in fear of what he has to say. And all this stuff is the truth. And so that $80,000 challenge is a challenge to anybody out there. Come prove us wrong. Come take my money. So I guarantee every single person that's tried, they all thought they would. And they're like, holy crap, all the elections are rigged. I'm like, mm -hmm. Told you. you know, uh, something that you mentioned was uh, Secretary of States. Many Secretary of States know about this. Are, are you familiar with the name Dr. Douglas Frank? Yeah. So doc, Dr. Douglas Frank is, is a friend of mine. I've been able to get to know him uh, and see him at multiple different events and everything. And he's talked about the fact that he has gone to both governors and Secretary of States about the election fraud that he has found. And Secretary of states they they know about it they see the fact that there is fraud in many elections uh but they will purposely not do anything because they really just frankly do not care why why is it that we have elected so many people who don't care about the about our country about the united states of america whatsoever i mean i i live in the state of missouri and my secretary of state, I used to like the guy. He seemed pretty cool. He was nice to me when I met him. Uh, and his name is his name is Jay Ashcroft, right? And Jay Ashcroft, he's actually running for governor of Missouri right now. Uh, but he knows exactly about the election fraud. He even, you know, he when 2020 happened, he uh, 
had a fix the fix the vote rally, but he knows about the election fraud. He's not doing anything about it. It's it's happening in all fifty states, and he's doing nothing about it. Secretary of states don't care why. Well, so you want to know why these elected politicians aren't doing anything about that? Think about the humor in what you said. Hmm. First of all, they weren't elected. They weren't elected. I can show you in Nevada, Jim Marchant should be our secretary of state. Cisco Aguilar, somebody rigged it for him. I can show you in Clark County, they stole 176,000 votes just from Jim Marchant to place the Soros-funded candidate, Cisco Aguilar, the secretary of state of Nevada. That guy is not our secretary of state. He is but he's not. He didn't win. And I can prove it. And there's 80,000 bucks up there to prove me wrong. And that was just in one county that they rigged it that much, 176,000 votes. And so, again, it goes right back to the bank robber analogy. If they rob the bank and now they're in charge of it, do you really think you're going to get justice you know, from these bank robbers? If you come in and say, hey, you know, I'm Alex. I want to make sure that this bank is safe and secure. I want 24-hour monitoring. I want CCTV cameras up in every corner. You think they're going to do that? Of course not. They're like, you know, they're too busy, you know, still stuffing their pockets with all the cash, right? Or if you ask them, hey, you know, let's make sure that there's a, that the cash registers balance out. Yeah, they're going to tell you, sit down, Alex. Everything's fine. There's nothing to worry about here. That's what we see. These people are not elected. They rig it all the way from dog catcher up to the president of the United States. And all the data that people are looking at, they're foolish. It's all BS, all of it. So when they tell you, you know, the turnout or how many Republicans voted or how many Democrats voted or how much voted by mail or early votes or election day or what the polls say, it's all rigged. It's all BS because all you have to do is start at the voter roll level. And if you can look like we did and you do door-to-door canvassing, you do electronic canvassing, you realize that the voter rolls are about 52% crap, everything from there is garbage. You can't trust any of it because no matter what they say, they say, oh, the Republicans just didn't turn out. That's BS. You already got 52% of the people. So if you have 300,000 registered voters in the county of Washoe, but 150,000 of them shouldn't be there, and 100% of all the real Republicans show up, they're still going to say only 50% showed up. So you can't trust anything, especially when these so-called elected leaders, you know, are supposed to do right by us because they weren't elected. I can prove it from judges, you know, to the dog catcher, to the president, to county commissioners, to school board, you name it, they rig it all. And um, there's 80,000 bucks up there to prove us wrong. Mm -hmm. Have you done much work in Arizona? Yeah. Okay. I, I just recently interviewed Carrie Lake for the second time. And, you know, we were talking about her election. Well, can you kind of give us an overview about what happened in Arizona uh, so that my my audience can understand about why the heck I'm talking about this and why the heck I'm interviewing Carrie Lake about her election that was stolen? Sure. It was rigged. Three words. Right. <laughs> right? And the people that you think would be on our side to do something right about it, especially when you have like a Republican person running for governor or even when you had a Republican running for uh, president of the United States, You saw everybody, whether it was the county supervisors or whether it was congressmen or senators or secretary of state, the governor, the AG, all of them, what they all do, they all took a knee or some would be, you know, really good. And, you know, they'd be out there, you know, leading a charge, you know, save the vote, save the election, all this crap, right? Raising millions and millions of dollars. And what happened? Not a damn thing, right? 
it, it shows you, you know, who really has our back and who doesn't. You see the the people like my good friend Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer that's doing stuff out there, Bobby Python that was doing stuff out there, all these guys, close friends of mine. Um, you know, so many other people you had, you know, Doug with cyber cyber ninjas, all this stuff. He you know, he pushed out in my view because he had all a lot of the evidence, but you know, they came at him hard, they bankrupted him. So he didn't really um, say all the things that he that he knew. Um, the team had all the evidence, but again, he just for whatever reason, you know, lack of spine, whatever, um, you know, just scared, uh, refused to say the whole truth, which is sad because people need to know it. But it's more self-evident when you look at all the people that were there that in places of leadership and they did nothing and they all had the power to do something and none of them did except raise money. Just like the RNC raised a quarter billion dollars. Trump raised a quarter billion dollars. Where the hell is that money at? What election have they saved? What have they done for election integrity? I have spent millions of dollars of my own money. I haven't got a damn dime from the RNC. They haven't done anything, nothing. They just keep, you know, sending out emails. Give us more money. Give us more money. What the hell did you do with the last quarter billion? Oh, you know, private jets and Raider tickets and box seats and all kinds of stuff like that. But none of it's going to save our elections because they're all benefiting from it. As soon as people can understand that we have one criminal organization posing as two political parties at the top, they'll start to make sense because they call it a uniparty. It's not what it is. It's a criminal organization posing as two political parties. That's what you have at the top. And then as you get lower and lower, you'll see that they still rig elections for a lot of those people. But there are some good people within the party, especially like my good friend, Dan Schultz, who is from Arizona with a precinct strategy. You know, like I built the uh, the communications platform for him. And there's so many great people at a lower level, right? The, the lowest job you can get, the lowest position of power you can get in the Republican or the Democratic Party is being the precinct strategy, uh, precinct committeeman. And those people, there's so many great people in there that are trying to affect change, but they keep hitting this brick wall because they're going to these people that won their seats through rigged elections. So when people finally understand what the hell is going on here and they start calling out all these corrupt people, they stop you know, being a wuss, they grow some balls, they grow a spine, and they literally tell these people, look, I know the elections are rigged. We're not going to play your game anymore. You're a criminal. We know this. We have proof. We have evidence. What the hell are you guys doing? When everybody's standing up or just you know, 30%. They're not going to be able to, uh, you know, to really run from that, right? That's when you turn the sunlight on these people. They keep saying, well, what do we do? What do we do? We call these people out. Why do you think they're trying to make it a Class E4 felony just for annoying an election worker? Because we got all the goods and they know it. They can't debate us. They won't debate us. They won't talk about it. They won't sit at the table with us and go over the records and documentation and then do anything about it. So they try to, again, tear out a man's tongue, right? Make him too fearful to speak for, you know, four years in jail for just simply pointing out that, hey, guys, uh, the elections are rigged. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I'm looking at your 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 website right now, uh, operationsunlight.com, and it says uh, on the front page, "Must read and share treason." Right, and, and this is treasonous behavior. They they are committing treason right before our very eyes. And I've, I'm going to get flagged for this probably, but I don't I don't care. I like to say what whatever comes to mind and whatever is truth. Uh, but if this were to happen in you know 1776, there would be. There would be public hangings, uh, but uh, unfortunately, people just don't care enough anymore. So we're it's like we're not going to do anything about it. And when we don't do anything about it, there's not going to be any change. But people like you, Robert, are are, are the people who have hope uh, for a future and who give hope for a future. People like you, Mike Lindell, Dr. Douglas Frank, Carrie Lake, et cetera, et cetera. We need more people like that to start start to you know raise their voice and get a little 
in people's faces and say, hey, this is what's up. This is what's going on. We need to fix this. I, I, I have a question for you because um, th- this is something that I'm concerned about, and I'm probably uh, not the only one who is concerned about it. With all of this election fraud, uh, if it continues to happen, do you think that we'll even have an opportunity to win an election ever again? No, absolutely not. If if people don't stand up now, then they're going to be taking a knee for the rest of their life. They're going to be the doormats. They're going to be literally learning Mandarin at best. If you look at Venezuela, you look at all these highly successful com- uh, countries in the past, what happened? They brought in electronic voting machines. They brought those in, and then the entire landscape of everything changed, and then they became third world countries. What do you think is happening right now? Do you really think that Biden got 81 million votes? Of course not. It's total BS. And anybody with an IQ over 60 knows that. So again, for people that are just too busy to care, well, then when they've got nothing, they'll wish that they actually did something. And that's uh, that's a sad, sad state to be in because it doesn't take a lot of time to show up at a county commission meeting or a school board or any of this type of stuff and just call out the crap peacefully. Peacefully, of course, just call this stuff out and let them know that you know what they're doing and you're not going to stand for it anymore. If people do that, this stuff ends. But the reason why it continues is because people are too busy, right? They're too busy to do this, or they think somebody else has got this, or why should I do it? You know, Beatles has got it. You know, Dell's got it. You know, they got it. What do I got to do? We're just like one person, right? So, you know, there's just one of us. There's, you know, there's a handfuls of us, you know, out there that, you know, are spending millions of our own dollars on stuff like this. But it doesn't all boil down to money. It boils down to your voice. It boils down to showing up in mass and letting these people know you know who they are, you know what they're doing, and you're not going to stand for it anymore. You can do this all peacefully. This doesn't have to be violent. And it ends. But if they're too busy to do that, then you know what? They honestly deserve what happens to them. Because this isn't going to happen to my family or my friends or our communities because we stand up. If they're too lazy to do it, or they're too much of a wuss, well, they get what they deserve. Mm-hmm. No, I certainly agree. Last August, I was at the Moment of Truth Summit that Mike Lindell was hosting in Springfield, Missouri. You know, one of the things that he said is, you know, people attack him and say, the the, the things that you're doing, you're going to lose your company because of this. And Mike Lindell responds and says, if I don't do this, I'm going to lose my country. And if I lose my country, I'm losing my company as well. So I'd rather save my country than try and save my company. And we need that mindset as Americans, as patriots, and even, even Christians. Who wouldn't want to save our country? Who wouldn't want to stand up for our country? Who wouldn't want to stand in the gap. I, I, I'm a Bible guy. I, as I said at the beginning of my of my show, I'm on a mission to spread the light of the gospel into every aspect of life. Uh, the book of Ezekiel, right? It, it, God, he's talking and he basically, he said that I was looking for someone to stand in the gap on my behalf, but I found no one. So I poured out my indignation upon them. We need someone to stand in the gap for for truth, for freedom, for scripture, for 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 liberty, or else I believe that there's going to be a big heck heck of a judgment that's coming our way uh, if we do not stand in the gap. And you're one of those people that is. And I'm, I'm very glad that you are uh, standing for what you're standing for, because uh, we, we need it. We really, truly do need it. Yeah, it truly is up to God and us. We have to put in the work, though. It's just like anything else, right? You just look at the, you know, the parable of the talons. If they didn't invest you know, what happened, right? Everybody should look that story up. You have to put in the work, trust in God. So, you know, they call me the most dangerous man in Nevada. Why? Because I'm exposing how they all take their power. 
right? They first they called me Batman, then they called me the boogeyman. Now I'm just most most dangerous man in Nevada, according to the attorney general and all these other people. So that just tells you you're over the target because I've never laid hands on a single person, right? I've never stolen from anybody. These people, on the other hand, have. They're stealing from all of us. And as soon as people realize that, as soon as people actually grow that spine and start standing up, you know, it's, it's all going to change. And the main things that they need to know is it's rigged. And if it wasn't rigged, they would have no problem giving us election day, not election month and a half. They'd have no problem, you know, using voter ID, showing your driver's license. It's not racist. It's actually racist to think that people are too stupid to get an ID, especially when you need that ID to get into the DNC or even rent a library book, right? Have precinct level voting, have precinct level reporting, just doing things like that, getting rid of the machines and the counting of the machines, uh, using the machines to count the votes and bubbles, that ends most all this stuff right away because it becomes way too difficult to get thousands of people to cover up crimes. When right now, when you look at Arizona, when you look at uh, Nevada, they literally send mail ballots out to everybody, right? Whether they're alive or dead, cats, dogs, and then they bring it all to one place. And then they count all the votes using machines, the bubbles, the ballots, the whole nine yards in secret, in secret. And then they tell us the results. We're supposed to just trust and not verify. It's completely rigged. As soon as you centralize the entire election process, it's completely rigged. They know that. So anybody that doesn't want to decentralize the election process and go back to precinct global voting and reporting, they're either very stupid and they shouldn't be in charge of you know running a lemonade stand, or they're very corrupt. That's how they got their power. So people just need to understand how this stuff works and then stand up speak up and refuse and refuse to to be silent because this all ends when enough of us do that it all ends it's just up to us it's up to god and us to put in the work and it all ends certainly right that's right uh, uh thank you so much robert for for coming uh on this show and talking about the things that you do where can people find you operationsunlight.com is a good place to stay in touch um you know i'm on twitter on gab on Truth Social, it's just um, at Robert Beatles. So B-E-A-D is in David, L-E-S. Awesome. Well, thank you, sir. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, guys, if you go to MyPillow.com and use promo code STONEWALL, you can get a discount of up to 66% off of your order. Or you could also take the deal that they have right now. They have MyPillow slippers from the $25. Uh, if you use the promo code STONEWALL, you can get them for $25. MyPillow.com, use promo code STONEWALL. Thank you, Robert. Thank you all for listening. God bless you all and goodbye. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and my employees and I want to thank each and every one of you for your support by bringing you the My Pillow that started it all. My Pillow's patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs regardless of your sleep position. Because it works, we've sold over 70 million My Pillows, and now I'm bringing it to you for the lowest price ever. For example, you get my standard My Pillow now only 19.88 with your promo code. Now's the time to get them for your friends your family, your neighbors, everyone you know. My pillows make the best gifts ever. In the times we're in, one thing we all need is getting a great night's sleep. So go to MyPillow.com or call that number on your screen now. Use your promo code and you'll get my standard MyPillow for only $19.88. For a more custom fit, my premium queen, only $24.98. Or my premium king, only $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so order now. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope you enjoyed. You can also check us out at Stonewall's Perspective on Facebook and Instagram to keep up with the latest news. Stay anchored.